0: And we're back. It is LeVac uh, and Gaza Tech East Tuesday live from Techies Fire and Water Restoration right here on Central Lab. The mothership, if you will, the studios uh, that, uh, that are the, the safest and best way back to normal. If you're ever uh, experiencing fire or water damage, you should give us a call, and uh, we will take care of all that for you. Go to tefirewater.com. We got you.
1: I like how you called it the mothership there. I like that a lot. We haven't called oh, it that before.
0: Yeah. I mean, I used to call the other thing the mothership. And then I was listening. I think DA was on the other day. I was in that. He's got a mothership. And then I realized that this is our mothership. This is where I always end up back. Somebody, somebody saw me today and they went, oh, you're back here. I'm like, I don't feel like I've ever really left Tech East. Uh-huh. I've moved around a lot of places, but Tech East, that's home. That's where I go. And that's how you should call them up. 518-915-1062 if you need anything. 518-915-1062. And if you're watching, online you're seeing me lean forward because i can never remember the phone number and it's on the back of don's truck and i,
1: I can see it so there it is i was flashing that's where your heart is trying to remember yeah. what side of my chest my heart was on i believe it's on the, was it in the left?
0: left i was in the middle could be i think the other part is just for like the, the oath and you know, stuff like that
1: i'm not a bio guy. Just... yeah you're not there's
0: a lot of, you have a lot of issues um all right so uh just listen i'm exhausted i'm i'm just absolutely freaking exhausted so if i start uh Rambling, saying mean things about people. Just enjoy it and hope it's not about you. Just, that's all that, that's that's all I can that's all I can wish for you. Is just hope that you're not the
1: target of my half-asleep evil. That's all. Are Jets fans still tired, exhausted from celebrating what could be finally, after all these years, the future, the quarterback they've been waiting for for decades, is a guy not named Mark Sanchez or Sam Darnold or. Maybe Sam, maybe Zach Wilson. No, no, no. Mike White. The Jets yes. win, and Mike White tears up the NFL. Um, so here here's the
0: thing. Phenomenal game from Mike White. And you saw like the whole team look like they were a little more pumped up that he was out there. Not a good day to be Zach Wilson. Like not a good day for Zach Wilson. Like not not at all. Because not only did you, you know, kind of lose your team last week by playing like garbage and saying that you didn't feel any, you know. Like you let the defense down, which that's always a weird thing for me. They always like they put these like twenty-something-year-old kids up on the stage and they go, "Do you let your team down?" Eh, no. Like, what's he gonna say? Like, he, he don't know any better. Yeah. I, what, are, what is he gonna say? So, um, I, I that and then Mike White goes out and and just lights up the Bears, um, three hundred fifteen yards passing, three touchdowns in the air. I will. I would like to bring you back to last year though, because I feel like we had this Mike White conversation. Last year, when he threw for 405 yards and three touchdowns and two interceptions in a win against the Bengals, um, everybody's like, "Oh my God, is, is Mike White the guy? Like, is he him or whatever?" They're, whatever they're saying now, they're, you're not him. He is. Is he him? He is him. He is him. That dude. And then uh, his one and three record with five touchdowns, eight interceptions last season in four games. That uh, that that seemed to say no. He he ain't him. He he not he not the fella.
1: So let's see him do another game. I think he's earned another game for sure. There's some social media staffs out there that it's Mike White and Patrick Mahomes, the only quarterbacks in NFL history to open up their career with four straight 300-yard games. Take yeah. that stat for whatever it means in 2022. It's nice Wait, you're associated with Patrick Mahomes. I'm glad you for, put it. Four straight 300-yard games? Yeah.
0: Mike White does not have four straight 300-yard games.
1: Maybe that's what uh, Twitter told me, and they lied to me. Twitter lied to you because Mike White's got like,
0: I think it's a couple hundred-yard games. I maybe like he
1: does. That. Maybe it's on average. Maybe the Twitter. Look, it's a dangerous game <laughs> out here in the Twitter world. I've said that. That's the Twitter to, world. That's why I have to like pause everything. Like, maybe the stat's real. Maybe it's not. I think I even set it up before I said it. I don't know if this stat's real, but uh, he's playing right. really so, well. Yeah, double check me
0: on that. So he's got this year. Obviously, he's three hundred fifteen yards passing in his one game. So that's that. That checks out. But then when you go back to twenty one, um, he. Through for 202 yards, 405 yards, 95 yards against the Colts, and then 251 yards against the old uh, Buffalo Bills.
1: Does that average 300
0: yards? (laughs) I would think no. That 95 is a kind of a turn of the punch (laughs) bowl on that one. All right, Twitter.
1: Thank uh, you for giving man. me a terrible stat.
0: Yeah, it's, it sounded great though. Yeah. <laughs> Can we admit it sounded great? Yeah, I mean you should never let the truth get in the way of a good of a good story. Damn you, know? you
1: and those blue check marks! What Think everybody's Elon Musk now. I'm glad that I sat there today and went. Didn't we have this Mike
0: White conversation last year and went and looked up his numbers? Because otherwise, I'd be like, "Well, that's awesome. Good for him." Um, 27 years old though. Uh, not not an old quarterback. He's only what two years older than Zach Wilson. So he, you know, if he is him, if he, why not? Why can't he be
1: the guy who does it? But he's got to do it again. Last two quarterbacks with multiple games of 300 pass yards and three touchdowns, guys. He left out some huge details. Uh, there. Here I am, ready to trounce <laughs> Twitter, and it turns out guys has can't forgotten read. how to read again. Yeah, it, that's that Hobart education <laughs> showing up is. again. There it is, kind of halfway there, guys. Sorry, nice <laughs> job. Uh, but Mike White running the offense, it seems from responses from teammates, from coaching, from being a veteran. I love the Matt Hasselbeck on Sunday NFL countdown talking about there are so many guys who go through this in their career where you're the chosen one, the future, the face of the franchise. And the Jets are a great example of this because we let off talking about how often this has happened for the Jets, that with that pressure, there comes, all right, I'm the guy. Like, they're not going to bench me. I know I'm the one. They're not going to put Mike White ahead of me. This goes (laughs) back to a classic. A LeVac and guys classic back and Ooh. forth we've done for years. And I think you might know what this is. You and I for a while have always said, you said LeVac, especially when you're talking about the NFL, put the best 53 guys on the field. Guys, I don't care about what he's getting paid. Right. The best right. coaches like Belichick ignore that. I used to say when you're paying a guy a ton of money, we can look across the league and we'll get the guys like Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson who's coming back. When you're paying them that much, they have to be on the field. Robert Sala had the big old stones, the balls, and said, I don't care if you're the second overall pick. I'm putting the best quarterback on the field. I don't care if you're 5-2 and as a starter. I don't care how many moms you've hooked up with. We're putting Mike White on the field because he's the best, and he proved to be right at least for one week. And and remember, he told us that was a reboot. That was Zach Wilson
0: needed to take a step back and kind of start over because of where he was mentally and everything. Um, It's weird, though, because Mike White's got that, He's an arrogant prick for a guy who was drafted late by the Cowboys and hasn't really done anything. Like, there's all these pictures of him pointing to his arm and like how strong his arm is and all this stuff. Like, and I think you have to be a little bit to be a, a starting quarterback at any real level. You got to have a little arrogance to you, but at the same time, like, who the who the fuck are you? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I love it. I love I love it because obviously the team loves it around him, and maybe he's just having fun and and that's working. But like. I would say that probably Zach Wilson's biggest pothole he's going to have to get over or through is going to be his air is his arrogance. Like he seems to think that he's special, you know, just cause mommy and mommy's girlfriend said he was special. He's special. So like having Mike White come out here and be like, yeah, like all these other <laughs> things like, huh? Well, well at least he's playing, he's playing special. So he's get he at least gets one more star, right? Like he, he's, Mike White starts until he until he fails at this point. Yeah, right? and
1: they're rolling with him for as long as they want to roll with him. If as long as he's playing well and they're winning, and there might even be a possibility where he continues to be the quarterback as long as he is playing well. They could go what? Two and two? And if Mike White's playing well, like why are they going to turn back to Zach Wilson? They may not for a long time. What if they're in the playoffs? Like this wow. is this is a very Different style and feel with a franchise in 2022 where the first rounder is flat out said, we don't think you're the guy right now. Uh, there's stories coming out too. Mike Westoff, Coach Mike Westhoff, we've had Mike on the Mike show a Westhoff. bunch before. We've talked to off the field before. There's He's a one story. of the few people who wears a shark tooth necklace and it
0: doesn't feel douchey. <laughs> like he can do that. There's not many people. I see a shark tooth, tooth necklace on you. You better be an eight-year-old who hasn't quite figured things out yet who just came back from like Aruba with your family. But Westhoff can do it.
1: (laughs) Told this story where he'd shown up to the Jets training camp and he was talking about how he worked with Dan Marino and Zach Wilson just kind of like stared at him with a blank stare. Like, (laughs) all right, am I supposed to be like impressed? Cool, man. All right. Thanks. Old guy wearing weird shark Uh,
0: stuff. What's a Dan Marino? And you look like my mother's oldest friend.
1: And I would totally hook up with you, sir, man. Security. <laughs> this old man, the shark tooth, talking about Dan yeah. Marino, who played before I was born. Well, he did that. Well, Coach Westoff compared that to Drew Brees when he was coaching the Saints and Drew Brees for three straight days after practice wanted to find out why Dan Marino was so good. So those <laughs> stories are coming out about maybe Zach Wilson just doesn't get it or. He just doesn't have that mold. He's not that dude. He you don't have he, that dog. You know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, darn it, man. I used to. I like that expression too with Zach Wilson. Yeah, you got that dog. You uh, know. Shouldn't Jet fans just want Mike White to succeed? I, I don't think like, anyone
0: at this point. Yes. Any, anyone at this point. And again, he's only 27. It's not like he got like a 42 year old walking in there going, uh, eh, maybe we squeeze a year." Yeah. You know, like if your quarterback was like 45, 46, I don't care how good he used to be. That's old. You don't want that in your life. That's ouch. That's the problem. But, no, like, like you said, he's 27. You, you've never – you you've seen him be successful at least one other time. Like you said, he, he threw for four or five yards and, and, you know, three touchdowns, two interceptions against the Bengals in a win that nobody thought – like, you penciled in that game as the Jets just lost this game when Mike White walked out there. I will say it was against what was left of Trevor Simeon because he got hurt in, in practice. It's a little easier to win when the other team can't score at all, but it's not like that's the, that's not the defensive player you're going. You know, like the the Bears defense, even though they've given up some players at the trade deadline, they, you still you still threw for for over 300 yards and, and three touchdowns against a bunch of NFL players who get paid too. Are you bummed it wasn't
1: Nathan Peterman?
0: Uh, you know I love Nathan Peterman. <laughs> like if you didn't do you see this drama unfold as like. Right before game time, Schefter, everybody tweets out, Nathan Peterman, not only active off of the practice squad, he is now starting because Simeon pulled his oblique. And I'm like, this is, this is it. Nathan Peterman finally proves it. He gets the spotlight. He's figured it all out now. He's been the journey. He's, he's going to do this. It's going to be great. Nathan Peterman is going to do what he's done in the preseason because he is the greatest preseason quarterback of all time. And he's gonna do in the game, and then they come back and they're like, "Yeah, you know what? Nah, <laughs> uh, is
1: not that hurt. He's not hurt enough for us. Put Nathan Peterman out there. This is so mean, but so funny." I want Nathan Peterman to never leave the NFL. It gets worse and worse every time it goes. Oh, there. how dare you? I want him to throw four or five picks and be like, oh, now you want Colin Kaepernick, huh? Now you want Tim Tebow? Watch uh, what Peterman's going to do. Six picks this time. <laughs> I hope he never well, leaves the league. You I hope it gets worse.
0: If, if you're one of those teams that the preseason matters, like what the Ravens haven't lost a preseason game in like 65 years or some crap, you go get Peterman for, for your training kit. Cause he gonna go out there and handle business. You watch in preseason, nobody's better than Peterman. No one. The right regular season, a little different.
1: Preseason and practice, guys yeah. making a living doing it. Yeah, Gruden never gets another job. He's going right with him. I would have liked to see Peterman just for the entertainment value. Good for Mike White. He's got a bigger test coming up this week against Minnesota. That's, Minnesota. Depending on how you look at the stats, Minnesota's won games. The defense, whether you're a fantasy football player or not, you could argue there are some holes that could be taken advantage of. How high do you think Mike White can post numbers? Can the Jets win? All that stuff we'll talk about later. CJ Mosley might
0: actually kill Kirk Cousins in that game.
1: Just break him in half.
0: Just go. Get, just hit him so many times. It's just nothing. Else. You want to just cascade into the Jets game for real? Because now it's the rapid recap. That's rapid Yeah, recap? yeah, yeah. All right. I'll, I'll I'll hit you with a little headline. Jets stomp the Bears, thirty-one at ten. Mike White, hero of the day, three hundred fifteen yards passing, three touchdowns. Um, I also want to let you know that CJ Mosley was a part of 10 tackles, three solo tackles. Uh CJ Mosley, like you you wonder what would happen if he never got hurt. How how many coaches' jobs, you know, both head coaches and assistant coaches are saved by CJ
1: Mosley on the field? It changed the entire complexion of that season when he went down. It felt like a playoff team, maybe for the Jets, he goes down and nobody could tackle, nobody can make plays. He's back out there. Huge impact shows the reason why there's been such an investment in him for years now in that franchise.
0: Normally, if I see uh, ten total, t- ten total tackles, only three solo. I'm like pile jumper, pile jumper. Show him the number. Yeah, show, Just <laughs> I. Everybody else already tackle him. Ah, I'm in. Like, but but CJ Mosley, you see it, man. He's usually the one initiating those tackles, and then other people get in on it. He's like, all right, fine, I'll share. Fine, if that's what you want, if that's
1: what you need to get through your day, I'll share with you. Uh, Browns twenty-three, Buccaneers seventeen in, in overtime. Overtime, yeah. overtime,
0: man. I, I listen. This is a big game for a couple of reasons. Buccaneers start looking. You keep waiting for the Buccaneers. to just everything working in the right direction. And it hasn't quite happened. And meanwhile, the Browns get that win head above water right before Rub and Tug Watson comes back next week. So, I mean, it's a, it's a big game. You, the Buccaneers could have, like, basically shut down the need to start Rub and Tug Watson for the Cleveland Browns in Houston. Instead,
1: they give it up in overtime. They stink, man. I'm trying, Tampa. Like you got the lead in the fourth quarter against Cleveland. What what is happening? It's the first time Brady blew a lead like that in his career with a touchdown late on the he's old. Oh my god, he's old. Man. He's an old man. They just, I just don't look throughout the season. I've been saying it's not the same roster. Tristan Wirfs gets hurt. That's a huge injury for the offensive line. The roster is not the same as 2021. I've been a defendant of Byron Left, which as long as I can, Todd Bowles, because. They can't have that much of a difference without Bruce Arians. That game felt like it finally, like a little bit of clock management, a little bit of play calling, a little bit of defensive schemes. Like those things all added up. And in the overtime period, Tom Brady can't make plays in overtime. Like I've watched yeah. the season. He's able to do it. And you mentioned Deshaun Watson there, Jacoby's probably going to be a starter again next year. <laughs> he's coming against the Texans. Ah, giggity. Did you, hear target, did, you hear, did you hear the rumor? Darn it! Did you hear the
0: rumor? No. The attorney is going against them. I guess has like ten of the defendants, and they're getting like a box, and they're going to be hanging out at, at in Houston for the game. That's
1: weird. I it's, love it. Ugh. I love
0: it. I'm going to protest this by showing up. That's
1: right. I'm going to listen.
0: I'm for well, you're rooting against them. You're rooting for Texas.
1: I can already see the Buccaneers. Months ago, we called Matt Rule going to Nebraska. Here's roll this tape here. What is this? this. November 29. I it was with you. One you of us did. here when I called it. You know, 29th, roll the tape here. The Buccaneers will play in the final NFL regular season game of the season against the Falcons on NBC in that, like, flexed-in game. The winner will win the NFC South. How will that end? Will it be Tom Brady sticking it to Atlanta one more time and knocking him out of the postseason? Will it be Atlanta getting revenge on an old Tom Brady knocking him out of the postseason? Mark that down. Bucks Falcons will be the final NFL game flexed in to the regular season finale.
0: Bengals take out the Titans 20 to 16. The thing I noticed about this game, guys, because you know I am not a fan of either of these teams. Um, one fumble. The Titans fumbled once and recovered their own fumble. No interceptions, no turnovers in this entire game. Bungles win it 20 to 16. Cover the number. Thank you, Bungles.
1: Yeah, and they almost did it. And that was a lame finish to the end yeah. of the game because McPherson kicks the field goal. Titans defense steps up, they make it a seven point game. The Titans defense blasts the center, the long snapper on the play, which is fundamental 101. Don't touch the center. They teach it back that to Pop Warner. They just destroy him. Easy penalty. at cost Tennessee the game. Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow. still doing his thing. Samaji P. Pirine out of the backfield, too. No Joe Mixon. Fine game. Tennessee had an opportunity late. They blew that Samaji on defense.
0: P. Pirine was born with that with that beard. Like He came out. <laughs> he looked like a 45-year-old man. Who will whoop your ass over a pack of smokes like that beard he's that beard was, it was just boom how is the kids head of hair bald i oh, don't know hair at all no no full beard
1: <laughs> full beard no hair on his head he still may have the record for most rushing yards in a single game in ncaa history is him and melvin gordon were going back and forth that season uh melvin gordon Signed to the practice squad for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Oh.
0: So he'll be fumbling for you soon, Chiefs (laughs) fans. Come on now. (laughs) Um, How how about this Dolphins game? Dolphins go up 30 to nothing on the Texans in the first half. Hold on to win
1: 30 to 15. Is it too quick to say they pulled two in that game? Just probably the hindsight, if you're a fantasy manager, you didn't love that the stats started coming (laughs) off the board. If it was a bonus at 300 passing yards and he had 299, yeah, you're probably no, a little ticked off. Oh no, probably
0: a little, you probably didn't love that. That's probably not your favorite thing you've ever seen.
1: I thought it was good I, by Mike McDaniel. I did,
0: I did too. Because he still he got sacked four times in the first half. And like that's gonna be the narrative with with him this whole year, if you ask me, is you know, how often is he gonna get hurt? How how much can he get hurt? Because he could he could get banged hard, like you know, like like uh, Watson. Um and you, you lose him and you lose your season.
1: Yeah, he's undefeated since the concussion. Everything else. He eight has knows not a starter
0: lost a game that he has started and finished.
1: Wild stats. Incredible. And even Houston in that comeback effort there, they had an opportunity at the goal line where what the hell happened to Pierce, their running back? Remember, Pierce was yeah. tearing up yeah. the NFL. He was the yeah. big storyline out of camp. He's yeah. the fantasy football. Statistically, in Houston, is winning games I'm like, OK, Houston's. Houston's not winning games. Houston is competitive in games. Let me pause myself right, there. Right, right, Pierce right. is the reason why, and he's just done nothing the last two weeks.
0: I believe the uh, the the uh, reason for that is he's the only one doing anything, so you know if you stop him, you win. I think that's what it comes down to. I think it's one of those uh, situations right there where it's like, hey, he's good. Everyone else sucks. Let's get him, and if we get him, we're going to be all right. And meanwhile, it was the Kyle Allen experience getting started, too. So there's a couple, there's a couple reasons why you could see, uh, you know, maybe just maybe Pierce starting to feel a little pressure, a little pressure. Little pressure. Um, Houston, again, Robin Tug Watson on his way. Uh, the Commanders top the Falcons 19-13. to 13. Kendall Fuller with the uh, late interception off the deflected football ends this thing. Um, I thought the most important part of this, Washington's uniforms were cool. That was,
1: those were the best. (laughs) Those are the best Washington football uniforms I've ever seen. I like their uniforms too. I'm glad you brought that up because they they were stylish. You know, the the Washington football franchise has been getting just destroyed on social media because of the Sean Taylor statue. It's like just like a mannequin with his jersey, and it's just that poor family, man. Like, that's the second time. They've had Sean okay. Taylor. They had a Jackson Mahomes stomping on the the right. number by accident, and it was like a weird non-promoted event. And then you got that.
0: It makes you wonder what happened. Like, there, you don't say you're gonna do like a a statue or whatever, and then put the mannequin with the uniform out there. Like you just don't. You don't do that. Um, so it makes you wonder if there is a statue somewhere and it just looked like shit. And they were just like, I would rather take the abuse of, right. of the store <laughs> mannequin. Someone do something different. Or Daniel Snyder's like, everyone hates me? F you, I'm keeping the statue. It's at my house. Yeah.
1: I need the statues of me. Yeah, but I'm going out. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, Washington's got seven wins down. They're in contention. Atlanta, if you had Atlanta money line, this is the time where we have to remind you, stop doing that. Stop <laughs> betting on the Falcons. Like in any th- over. Don't do that anymore. Did
0: I tell you that stat? That, um, so historically speaking, teams that start 6-0 and against the spread or better Cascade in the other direction the rest of the season against the spread and uh, the the Falcons are are no they're, they're, there's no exception to that they are they are they are bad against the spread you cannot bet them you cannot you just cannot bet them
1: Robinson out of the backfield for Washington we know his story throughout the year I think Continued. he's got a shot of being good <gasps> damn you it damn one. it come yeah. on you would think after months of doing this how about wait, let's try it again hey I think uh how about Robinson out of the backfield I think he's got a shot of being good.
0: Thank you, Thank you no, that's where it'll stay. Just go to the next game.
1: I'll edit that out. No,
0: I won't. Sam Darnold literally rolls against the Broncos to win twenty three to ten for the Panthers. It was an awful game. The Broncos are terrible. Um, Darnold rolled. He like fell and then rolled into the end zone like a fire drill. Uh, very, very bad. Um, and, and again, I say the Broncos are awful, but the truth is, the Broncos are just fine. Russell Wilson and Buddy Hackett are freaking terrible. A uh, legend of the LeVac and God show, Mike Purcell even shouted it out on the sideline, went right after Russ at one point. We, I'm assuming like he heard Russ talking, just heard his voice, and wanted to kill him. Uh, if you don't remember the Mike Purcell legend, Radio Row in Miami, Gaz and I are out getting beers the night before the first show. We're at a, like, just a little, little supermarket grabbing stuff. A car of like, well, uh, like three dudes are in there like, hey, man, what are you doing? They start talking to us. They're friends with Mike Purcell. They're literally in town because he flew them in to be there for the game. A, a, top, a convertible BMW full of hot women pull up and they leave with them. The guys like talk their way into the car. So like <laughs> I'm like, if Mike Purcell's friends have that kind of game, they fella like some game.
1: Those girls were so hot.
0: They were, God, they were so they That I mean, was a movie. They were so and good. And we're looking. just sitting there, and you're married at the point. I think I had a girlfriend, and we we're both sitting there going, Well, our lives could be very different.
1: <laughs> we are so <laughs> jealous at this moment. Shout out to Mike Purcell, man. Yep. We got to get him on yep. the show. We're going to ask him that story at some point. That is amazing. Uh, to Carolina, Sam Darnold. I think that's a career saving performance by him. I think next yeah. season teams would have looked and said, We're done with Darnold. That's good enough to keep him in the league for a few more seasons. Maybe it's a backup for a long time. Stay
0: of execution. I'm not willing to say save his career. Stay of execution.
1: Fair enough. All right. Uh, Denver, that is historically bad at this point. They're terrible. I thought they were going to win that game. We could have maybe gave 80, 90% of the blame to Hackett for some of the dumb clock management. He's terrible. terrible. But it can't all go on Hackett. A lot of it, you mentioned it. Danger Russ, Mr. Unlimited. Mister. He has been exposed. Because it's not like they got terrible skill guys either. Judy's good. Yep. Sutton's good. Yep. Albert O had some potential at some point to do something KJ Hamler was a beast at Penn State. Like they have guys, right? They just got exposed, and it's just not hacking. Russell Wilson. And what are they going to do? They can't buy out his contract. They can't trade him. They are stuck with the Russell Wilson. What is it? I, is it? I, I believe the
0: stat is if they scored 18 points a game, they only have one loss this year. Yeah. So the, the defense has is, is had your back, and you've blown it. You suck. You're terrible. And I find it hysterical. They said just 104 million more, and they can just they can uh buy him out with 31 million left on dead cap space. Oh, that's so, it. So, yeah, so oh, you're good. Okay, no problem. Uh, time for guys to uh, tell us that he's been a Trevor Lawrence fan all along. Jags go for two, beat the Ravens 28-27. This is gonna kill you guys. You have been shoveling dirt onto the professional grave of T-Law all season long, and the Ravens are your Super Bowl pick. And they go for it, and they get the what would be right now the defining moment of his young career with the two-point minute, co- the two point conversion to win the game.
1: Like I said before, and I'll say it again, there's no reason to doubt Trevor Lawrence. There's not a <laughs> single – I don't know what these people are talking. And his top wide receiver, Zeke Jones, there's no reason. It. You used to love Zane There's Jones. no reason to give up on him and call him a bust. There's no reason for either one of those guys to think that way. It, yeah, he was really good, Trevor Lawrence. I think this is a perfect example of what happens
0: when the right coach meets the right quarterback. Because you've seen Trevor Lawrence slowly and slowly and slowly start to look like he's supposed to look. And this is a game where he was – he that was a great drive. Gets the two-point conversion, and his coach had confidence in him the entire time. Doug Peterson was so happy after that two-point conversion. And, of course, you're happy you won a football game that you probably should have lost to the Ravens, whatever. But he was so it – was, it wasn't, like, just relief, like you could see, he was happy for his guy. And that's, I think it's going to be a cool relationship moving forward in Jacksonville. Tough balls
1: so to defend. He still throws an absolute rocket to wide receivers. He was so good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, He's going by. He's in a good mood. As to Baltimore, did you think for a second that 67 yarder was going in for Justin Tucker? Yeah. It was online. Well, especially with the angle of the camera, yeah. it, it was if the camera was behind
0: him. And it was straight enough, and it was, what, probably two yards short? So, yeah, he would have hit a 65 on that one. And you saw him, like, look, there's a look to Tucker's face where you're thinking to yourself, he wants that one again. He doesn't he, – it's not like – he's not that – that was not the look of a guy who went, I gave it all I got and I missed it. That was the look of a guy who was like, man, I held off a little bit trying to keep it straighter. I could have buried it. He's, he's gonna get a chance that he's gonna hit a, he's gonna hit a 67 yarder. he's gonna hit something like the that.
1: one that jumps out to me is the Lions, but that one felt a little different yeah that yeah. one definitely felt different. Uh, all right, so the uh, the
0: chargers also dropped their nuts uh, with a with a two-point conversion <laughs> for an all or nothing 25 24 win over the cards. Um, listen, cards are terrible. Chargers aren't great, but they're pretty good. The moment that made me think of you is when CBS put up the comparison of QBs of all come all sizes, and here's six foot six Justin Herbert next to five ten quote five ten Kyler Murray, and I'm like, dude, they just dunked on that little guy. Like, and again, <laughs> he's he's like what five eight and a half it something like may that, maybe, yeah. So it was it, that that game was ugly for the Cardinals all along. Cardinals, does I mean Kingsbury's fired?
1: Does he make the end of the year? Ooh. I don't know if I'm ready to jump on the Kingsbury out the door quite yet because they they seem so invested in him and Kyler Murray because in similar fashion to Russell Wilson, and in similar fashion to Aaron Rodgers, they've given him a ton of money. So if you think another coach is going to have success with Kyler Murray as much as Cliff Kingsbury, I don't know who it is. Like Everything has been built around Kyler Murray for him to be the guy. Maybe Murray knew. Maybe someone smarter than Murray, his agent, somebody above him. is They said, hey, Kingsbury's on the hot seat. Go get your money now. Because if you wait another year, you may never get this contract that, that you want. Uh, do you
0: think Murray – how loyal do you think Murray is? I could see Murray turning on, turning on on Kingsbury.
1: Yeah, he might use Kingsbury as the re- – there was a quote this week leading up to it that said, schematically, uh, there were some issues. I'll paraphrase that. We'll yeah. <laughs> say that for the younger audience there. Uh, by the way, the Chargers and the Jacksonville Jaguars, I love it. I'm going to sound like every color commentator who does an NFL game. I love going for two in that spot. Having the opportunity to win the game for your team and rather not letting it go to another spot. LSU, Bama, we saw earlier this year. All good stuff. Chargers, I know you won the game. Maybe give Austin Eckler the ball more. (laughs) Maybe not wait to the fourth quarter that arguably one of the best running backs, if not the best you are going to get another really popular running back in a second, him the ball. Arizona played probably as good as it's going to play for the rest of the season, and they still couldn't win that
0: game. No, and it's it broke it broke my heart because you know how I feel about the Cardinals. You know, you know <laughs> how much I love them. Um, how about this? The Raiders are alive. They're alive. 40-34 win in Seattle. The underachieving Raiders took out the overachieving Seattle Seahawks. Josh Jacobs went off over 300 yards from scrimmage. He's a beast. Little guy got busy. He got paid after that game. I don't know who's paying him. It's probably the Raiders. It's going to be like the greatest uh, running back free agency of all time. Uh, him, Saquon Barkley, David Montgomery. Uh, there's like a there's a Zeke to be out there with this. Uh, Tony Pollard is yep. out there. Like there's there are so many big names. Like who knows who's going to get who? But whatever, it's going to be is going to be intense. But Raiders get done. Dare I say,
1: Raiders. Main t- a little, like, bloop, bloop, little life support. Boop, bloop, they're alive. I don't like how in some regions, this might have been nationally for most people too, that red zone because of the contract couldn't show a lot of that game post 730 because so of the crazy. double header on Fox. So crazy. It was bizarre of how that came together. The Josh Jacobs contract thing. If you are a running back, you are begging and pleading for him to get paid because we've seen it, right? the big contract for the running back hasn't worked out for a team. I think McCaffrey's a push right now because he's on a different team, so that doesn't really count. I mentioned Zeke getting paid. I don't know how they're going to do this now with Zeke, but he got a huge deal. Dallas fan would argue he's not worth it because of Pollard. Le'Veon Bell got a huge contract as a running back, and you could really make a good case. Their seasons, pre-contract, are not going to be Josh Jacobs' season. Josh Jacobs is going to hit it. So if you're a running back and you put out the production, yes, whether it's the Raiders or somebody else, Pay that guy because you need it for the future of the position. Ask for your Raiders as a franchise. Heart. That's what that game was. Carr gets blasted. stays in the game. Yeah. Devontae Adams keeps beating the aggressive secondary, the Seahawks. He's making plays. We already know about Josh Jacobs' story. All good stuff. Seattle, you lose a game that you feel like you're sort of the favorite in. But even no, – I'm were, not gonna,
0: were, what? Four three or Yeah. Four points? I'm yeah. not going to
1: point at Seattle and so say they played poorly. I think no. just the Raiders were just a better team that day, and they fought. Flawed, what you a, wanted to see out of that team got overpaid
0: before the half by the way which was was nice it gave <laughs> me a lot of relaxing moments I was cool I, I did pretty well this weekend I'm, I'm gonna put that out there uh Chiefs 10 over what's left of the la Rams uh Mahomes quietly throws her 300 yards again uh Rams look kind of like a high school team I believe the new uh, hashtag is fuck them wins <laughs> um they don't care right like they just don't care they did they knew they sold their soul they, they mortgaged their future. To win a Super Bowl. And now you know you're going to have years like
1: this. You've got a 16 point win over the defending Super Bowl champions. You covered the spread at home and you kicked three field goals in the red zone. So even though you win by 16, you could have won by 35. You could have continued to pour it on. They have Bryce Perkins as the quarterback for the Rams. 16 point win. You said it. Mahomes silently throws for 300 yards. Travis Kelsey scores and it really is nowhere close to the best game the Chiefs have had all season.
0: Well, and the, and the thing about the Chiefs that makes me nervous in both directions, right? One is, you know, it's just I think they do enough to win. That's it. Which we've seen can bite you in the ass. You know, all of a sudden it's time to flick the switch and, and, go, to, and go to war with a Buffalo Bills team in the AFC Championship, and maybe you don't flip the switch. Maybe, it doesn't, maybe, the, maybe the motor isn't kicking as fast as you'd like it to. But the other part of that, the other, the other side of that coin is we haven't seen how good they are yet. Because they're beating you. They're they're winning marathons jogging. Like they're they're winning, they're winning the 40 yard dash duck walking backwards. They don't they haven't done everything they can do yet. Like the Raiders get up over 17 points on, them. they come back and beat them. Those that that was the first time you saw, like, I thought you saw like what the Chiefs could really do when needed. All right, we'll just pour it on then. Oh, you took a lead. That's
1: cute. It, there's, they're kind of scary and their defense isn't terrible you know that you no. like the achilles heel no. for a while like although blow the game no no it's fine it's good enough it's making plays
0: jones is such a disruptor you know uh in the middle there it's <laughs> it's bad you dude you want to talk about like i know that the albany empire has the pearl street bullies the 49ers are freaking bullies the 49ers are they will take your lunch money beat your ass and leave you on the side of the stadium just laughing at you 49ers 13 to nothing over the Saints, and I got to be real with you. There was not a second of that game where I was like, you
1: know, the Saints could pull this out. The, the, the Niners scored 13 points and they dominated the game. Same feeling. You're down by two touchdowns. All you got to do is put some points on the board. The Saints decided. Dennis Allen is going for it on fourth down in the third quarter. Yep. He's like, man, we're not. We got to do something. We got to do something. Them. Andy Dalton. The whole offense. like The beige water pistol. Oh, my God. They look so bad in Levesque. There are some plays in that red zone. Speaking about a team, they have seven. Seven plays in the red zone in the fourth quarter. Zero points. They're doing everything. They're handing the ball to Kamara. They're letting Dalt make a decision. Taysom Hill got like three touches. I like to see the stats on a Hill versus Kamara red zone touches. (laughs) The Taysom Hill is still Nothing. Like, maybe I should give more credit to the 49ers that they played well. Oh, that's a fire drill. But, man, I looked at that game and thought, is it really Sean Payton? Like, was Sean Payton that much of a difference in New Orleans that you could have a high-powered Hall of Fame-type offense, you're always in contention for a Super Bowl, and then one year later, you can't even find the end zone with a quarterback that's been a veteran? I think think the answer to
0: your question is yes, but I don't think it's yes because – Sean Payton's the greatest head coach of all time. I think he's a very good head coach, and I think he'll prove that at some point. Either, you know, if if McCarthy loses in the first round of the playoffs or something with Dallas or somebody like that, some somewhere he'll end up. I think it's because Dennis Allen's not a good head coach, and it sucks. I liked Dennis Allen when he was the Raiders head coach. I know he hates the Raiders. He, you look at the ass whooping they put on the Raiders. They beat the Raiders twenty four to nothing. And I know the Raiders have been a bad team at times. He he was motivated for that game. He put together a game plan that just couldn't be beat. I don't think you're gonna go out and beat the Niners, but you got to lose, you know, thirteen to ten, yeah. <laughs> you got to whatever. Yeah, so, than that. so he's just not—he's just not a very good head coach, sadly. Um, how about the best team in football right now? The Philadelphia Eagles win forty to thirty-three over the Packers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers takes a beating. Jordan Love looked pretty good, pretty pretty good. So let the debate begin. Rodgers to the Colts, huh? How you like that?
1: Another old quarterback to the Colts. Yeah, let's go. Uh, Green Bay, in similar fashion, of the Cardinals, that's about as good as they're going to play. Yeah. That's about as good as the team is going to be this season. That's about a max. Jalen Hurts, let's put these three together. Did you see the picture of uh, Jordan Love and Jalen Hurts walking on the field, and it's Love Hurts? Love Hurts. Oh, so good. <laughs> so, whoever caught that, good for you. Let's put all these guys together. Jalen Hurts, Josh okay. Allen, Lamar Jackson, okay. all mobile quarterbacks, but not just mobile, but they have some other traits too, like, like Lamar, mobile. Lamar Jackson tore up college football. Josh Allen just leaping over guys with a 6'5 rocket arm. Jalen Hurts was a starting quarterback as a freshman at Alabama. Mm-hmm. Then he went on to Oklahoma and almost won the Heisman Trophy. So at some point in his draft evaluation, he fell into the second round, and some people thought that was a reach for Philly and said, now we just don't see it and hurts. Thinking back, what the hell were people thinking? Like wh- he's so good, 125 yards in the first quarter rushing, the first quarterback in the history of the NFL to have that plus the same passing yards, both plus 125 in one quarter in the NFL. And we thought he wasn't. We thought it was him or Carson Wentz. We thought it was like he's always been good, and now yeah, he's showing he's it different. Yeah. So I, I was
0: thinking about that too. Like, like he had over 300 combined yards, 150 something on the ground, 150 something in on the air. Um, you you got to be like you got to stop looking at like a fantasy football manager where it's, well yeah, but 150 pass yards isn't that big. 150 rush yards, nice. Whatever. He had 300 yards from scrimmage. He got you 300 yards from scrimmage. If your quarterback is producing 300 yards from the line of scrimmage, you're gonna win a lot of football games. You win a lot of football games. Again, it's scary because we knew that his his passing mechanics were still kind of questionable. And he's done enough to improve that. Also, while maintaining and even improving as a rushing quarterback. So, yeah, and, and it's Nick Sirianni again. This is the right coach, right quarterback. You put you put him together with the wrong coach, he's gonna suck.
1: Miles Sanders way better this season. AJ yeah. Brown on the outside, obviously a huge threat. It's Steve Young. It's Mike Vick. Who this one's gonna hurt me a little bit. There are a lot better games early in his career, early in his career than McNabb. That one hurts. But it's true. Like, he's been more productive. And it just frustrates me that, like, it was right under our nose and we just ignored it. Well, remember, too, like, McNabb had a different career because if McNabb had run
0: at that time, you would have had a lot of the, the you know, prevailing air quote wisdom. Not just another black guy who runs, he's not a good quarterback. And now it's like finally a world where you can look around and go, Hey, no matter what color he is, can he run? Can he can he can he run and not get hurt? That's the key. Like Josh Allen slide. <laughs> Jalen Hurts does enough to protect himself. He still takes a couple hits. I wish he wouldn't, but he protects himself more than those other guys you mentioned.
1: Prevailing wisdom of people thinking that by the way, actually said on an ESPN network yeah. by Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. How different the world is on a ESPN. Yeah. Wrestler.
0: Yep. I mean, Yeah. Cause every time McNabb ran, you no, know, he's see, he's not a real quarterback. He's no Dan Marino. Dan Marino wish he could run like him. Um, all right. How about this? The Steelers and poor clock management lead to a 24, 17 win over the Colts. Jeff Saturday originally said, well, I didn't think it was a big deal today. Comes out and goes, man, I wish I had that third down back. I wish I'd use the timeout. Um, I, I, I got a weird vibe on on this.
1: I changed my mind on Jeff Saturday. Okay, so maybe you're thinking the same thing I am. And I'm okay, having, go ahead. You tell I, me. And I'm I'll tell kind you. of joking, but I'm 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 not. I'm asking this as serious as I can. Do you think, in that situation at the end of the game, Jeff Saturday forgot he was the head coach? <laughs> like, do you think he no. was just watching the game like the rest of us like oh shit i'm actually the right. coach uh time oh right. I'm actually no. i honestly think he forgot he was the head coach Here, here's the- yeah that's kind of funny i like that <laughs> um I, I
0: guess to a degree i agree with you okay. because i think that jeff saturday is a very good motivator i think he's got the guys bought into what they're trying to do and things like that i said it last week i'll say it again now he needs a nerd he needs the kind of assistant coach who is going to button down all those things. The one excuse I'll give Jeff Saturday is if I've got Matt Ryan under center, I shouldn't have to worry about whether or not we're calling timeouts in in the two-minute trail. Matt Ryan's got enough experience. Matt Ryan knows enough. I should be able to trust my quarterback to make that call. I should be there in case he gets too geeked up. Can he pick it to the same situation? Mike Tomlin 100% needs to be ready to do that. But... I. I I kind of, I don't think Jeff Saturday should be the head coach, but I don't think he necessarily should never get an opportunity, as it, with the right coaching staff around him.
1: It's not the worst thing you've ever seen in sports. It's right? close. Like it's people, up there, <laughs> people made it out to be the worst ever hire. He knows nothing. He's just staring at a different language. I'll say this about Matt Ryan though. Uh, it's a wrap for him. I've been saying that since the start yeah. of the season. He is afraid to throw the yep. ball over 15 yards. Now this is Drew Brees. This is Peyton Manning. This is Eli. This is all the quarterbacks. That it happens. He has no arm left. It's done. It's over. Thank you for coming. Right. The only Drive thing he, obsession.
0: the cerebral part of the game, is what I would need from him, and he proved me doesn't doesn't have that either. Uh, that's your not so rapid recap. Um, man, I crushed on the way home on this one. Like this weekend, like I, I got like I just for like four o'clock on. I didn't lose a game.
1: Hot. <laughs> <sizzling>. <laughs> yeah. I
0: was like, I was like, ah, Don't touch the stove. It's hot. Like I'm sitting there texting guys going. I'm going to do this, this, and this. Like, nah, I don't know. And they're like, how'd you know? I'm like, oh, I'm just smart. This is what I do. Now,
1: maybe you were doing it on your phone. Maybe you're driving over to Rivers. Maybe you were driving in your wonderful vehicle from the Mohawk family Mohawk Honda, Mohawk Chevrolet. Proud sponsors, proud partners here on Gazelle Media and Levac and Goss. If you're looking for a new ride this holiday season, mohawk honda wants to help you find it stop in glenville new york check out their new vehicles 2023s are on the way you can grab one Shout out to Scott Moynihan, 30 plus years of experience in the automobile industry wants to help you find your ride how about this you can get a new ride this holiday season drive oh. off the lot with money in your pocket, pocket? And use that to shop for your christmas gift and holiday gifts this season shout out to our guy john higgins the service always making sure you're doing the right things me in particular making sure I'm doing the right things, making sure I can stay on the road. Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Are you excited for this new game we're about to play here? Yes. Now that we got two weeks left to go. Oh, we got no weeks left to go here in November. My clock was all over the place. Yeah. we got a deader live for our audio audience who can't see the graphic. So so
0: here's the, here's the thing. I was looking at it today, and, and it started because I was doing Raiders math. Okay, I'll be honest with you. I'll, lie, I'll lay it out there for you. The Raiders are technically alive. I think you got to get to like nine wins to be in the conversation. Tend to have a realistic shot of kicking the door open. Eleven puts you in, kind of thing. That's where I think we are. But I thought to myself, and I said, "Self, let's look through these. You and Gaz and Dead or Alive. Are these teams completely out of it, or do they still have? Are they clinging? Not dead yet. And if we had the budget, or were we on radio, we'd play Bon Jovi. Wanted Dead or Alive. Right. So just hear that in your head. You can't. We can't play it. As a matter of fact, hold on. We'll pause. You go get it." I hope they don't really have it. I hope it. they sing
1: it to themselves on the treadmill. They, yeah, yeah.
0: Like, And I hope no. they're like, yeah, I hope they're like earbuds in and nobody knows why, and all of a sudden they're like, what And they're like, they go in, I won't do it anymore. I know. You'll freak them out. Thank you. Um, and like, it, th- that's where we're at. So I think the NFC is kind of easy, to be honest with you. Like Bears. Dead. Right. Rams. Dead. dead. Right. Saints. Dead. Panthers. Dead. You know, the, the Panthers are kind of... Dead. I mean, they're dead, but they're not. They're only. But they they got four wins. you, you boxing got five.
1: Dead. You know what I'm just saying. I'm just saying. They're still. Okay, let's we'll do this with the Panthers. Are they worse than the Saints? I'll say no to that. Right. I And, and listen, they should be dead. But because
0: that division is so bad.
1: Beep. Beep. All right, you've still got them, some life. Yeah. Cardinals dead,
0: yeah, because the Cardinals have got to get past the Niners, the Seahawks. No, they're they're, sorry, Green Bay Packers. I don't Mm. think so. You got four, your four and eight record. You would need to get up. you need seven wins, is where the commanders and the Giants are sitting. Dead, yeah, I don't think you because you're not gonna, you're not getting your division, you're not catching Minnesota.
1: So, yeah, I'm with you. I'm dead on that one. I would say with Green Bay, just dude, how annoying, dead was getting annoying yeah. to me at that point. No, no, uh, no uh, Green Bay, here's the thing. If those matchups right there, right, with Cowboys, Commanders, Giants, I don't think they're better than any of those teams. Like right. If they played any of them straight up, they get beat by all of them. It's hard to find out where in the NFC Green Bay would stack. They are way down, especially with that. I cannot believe me to say the offense, but it is like that offense is not good enough anymore. So they are dead. I don't see them being a playoff team. Four and seven, Detroit Lions. Oh, I knew you were going to get to the Lions, and this is the hardest one I think of any team we're going to go through. So <laughs> the Lions made the graphic right on NBC with <laughs> where they were going. So if you make the graphic as a fan of a team, that's a victory. Like we're in it, Lions! Right. That didn't Kick us out.
0: Dead. yeah are you oh you dead. think they're dead? they're dead okay i'll they're let dead. you go first on this one well again they've got to get past so ahead of them right now to four and seven record are the are the falcons the seahawks and then you're into the to the wild card teams the commanders the giants the cowboys like who are you, you're gonna you're gonna get
1: past three of those teams here's the thing with detroit you though. need to make you you need more wins than three of those teams i just mentioned if they get to the tiebreaker, I'm almost positive about this. I know they have a win over the Giants, so that's also what kind of keeps me a, a thought here. That let's say Detroit and New York for whatever reason tie at the end, Detroit would have an advantage on that tiebreaker because of head-to-head matchup. So, of any of the teams that are, man, zombie so that's illegal, over one of
0: them though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right.
1: They <laughs> but, are. All right, so wait, Detroit? They beat the
0: Commanders. Yep. They beat the Giants. The Giants. That's why so they're alive two for of me. them. Okay. All right. You know what? Little mouth to mouth from you, it works. Got to beat the Jags this week because that's how this is going to work. Okay, you either if if we dispute, you either tell me why they're clinging to life, or you got to put the nail on their coffin. Tiebreaker is keeping them alive. Tiebreaker, I I I don't hate it. I don't hate it. All right, and then two birds ahead of us here: the Falcons at five and seven, the Seahawks at
1: six and five. I would say. Both definitely alive, but if I had to rank who is in better shape, if I had to rank one of these people as like a 95 year old or a hundred year old, God, that's a terrible analogy. We're not doing that. Uh, If, <laughs> if I had to rank who I think in better <laughs> chance to live longer, God, dude, that's like, not better dude, either. Like,
0: if I had to say one had this kind of cancer and one had that kind <laughs> of cancer, like you're, yeah, you're <laughs> taking it to a, you took it to a literal place that I
1: wasn't ready for. Oh man, I'm this uncomfortable. Is dark. This got I'm so dark. Uh, the Falcons have a better chance to make the playoffs no need for an analogy on this one again uh, because of the situation in the nfc south and what tampa right. has they probably should have beaten tampa earlier in the season seattle's uh, this is going to sound like a college football take but proud of what you've already accomplished like you've gotten better results than most people thought you would i don't know how much longer the seahawk they can go and in similar fashion to the packers it's hard for me to find who they're better in that's already in the playoffs right now
0: i think i think i can see both those teams and because of what you're talking about in. Do I really believe all four NFC East teams are going to make the are going to make the
1: playoffs? So those, I I think we only cover the teams that aren't sitting in a playoff spot right now. So you thought uh, the Packers were alive and the Lions were dead. I thought the Lions were alive and the Packers were dead. That was like the your tiebreaker kind of brings me back a little bit. But again, it's just I,
0: I look at I look at what's happening in in the actual NFC right, and I go, Eagles are not going anywhere. Vikings are not going anywhere. Niners look like they're only getting better. Tampa,
1: eh, not
0: really sure what's going on there. Dallas is in, in my opinion. And then either the Giants or the Commanders probably are in. Yeah. Maybe not both. So maybe, maybe they're both out. I don't know. But like, there's, there's not a lot of open spots. Like, the, they're, the cream rose pretty fast in the NFC. And, and I think that's why you can kind of see who's, who's, who's not going to make it. Not dead yet. <laughs> getting better. Um, all right, moving over to the to the AFC. Let's allow you to use your uh, wonderful sound effects. The Houston Texans dead. The Denver Broncos dead. They're like generationally dead. Like the Broncos are dead for years. Um, the Pittsburgh Steelers.
1: Oh man, you've been you've been a fan of this Steeler team, and they're at four and seven right now. You want
0: to come on, Dylan? Uh, come on. Dylan from Dylan. Tech Fire and Water Restoration wants to come on the show. Dylan, come on in. And if you want to talk to Dylan, just give him a call randomly at
1: 518-915-1062. Oh, Dylan's he's, shy. Dylan, yeah, he's he's a, he's he's the shy type. I Dylan. would say the Steelers are alive. The Steelers are alive because we've seen Steeler teams that have been yes. not very talented stick around towards the end of the year. I'll give Mike Tomlin the benefit of the doubt that he's got a long way to go, but some of these franchises that Dylan are ahead just said of said we were number one. Oh. Uh, So these franchises that are ahead of them have had more traditional choke jobs than Pittsburgh has. So I will keep them alive. Not to mention, all right, so you're at
0: Atlanta. That's a coin toss. You host Baltimore. That's a visual game. Yeah. yeah, And they should beat you. I don't know. You're at Carolina. You host the Raiders. You're at the Ravens. You host Cleveland. They're not pushover wins. You've got to play better than you played last night if you're the Steelers. However, they're the teams you need in front of you if you're going to if if you're going to make it. Our buddy Jay Larkin never count out the Stillers. Okay, tossed out in that little Pennsylvania accent. I see you. Yeah, he is. Steelers. He's, he's, I'm waiting Angers. to hear what the bet is when my uh, Michigan Wolverine slapped the daylights out of his Purdue Boilermakers on uh, on Saturday in the uh, the Big Ten championship game. It's gonna be sad. <laughs> Gotta be another beer bet. I don't
1: Are you gonna know. give him a spread? Are you gonna know. give him the spread?
0: I, I don't know yet. Right. I don't know yet. We it's haven't, we haven't discussed. Right. It really kind of depends what we're betting. Uh, Cleveland Browns, four and seven.
1: Dead. No, Robin Doug Watson's coming back. Do you think the NFL wants to see Deshaun Watson do well? That's why I feel like they're Deshaun Watson is not gonna get a call all year. He's not gonna get a pass interference. He's yeah, not gonna get a rough passer. I think he's crazy. crazy. The Browns, you know what? Who are they? Oh, they're playing the Texans. I don't like that matchup. But probably the following week, I will bet against Cleveland for a lot. They don't want Watson that's to get any breaks this year. Like,
0: like you ever, you know that old the old thing where like oh you should do it with compliments, like you put the one hand you're like stop, stop But the other hand's going, come. No, 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 keep coming. Like that's the NFL when it comes to rub and tug Watson. Because no, we don't want him around. We don't want, uh, sir. Data shows that twenty-five percent more people will watch every game that he's in, even if they hate him. How do we get him in? How do we make this work? Do we have to
1: get him a masseuse? What do we have to do? You got old-school radio stern private parts scene on me with show Watson. That's Chishon what it is. is what just That's did is. to me? Yep. You all all right.
0: Is there any chance on God's green earth you watch Browns Texans?
1: This weekend without rubbing Tug Watson in the game. You got me there. Right. That's right. It's the most intriguing matchup of the entire slate of games for week 13 because of that storyline.
0: Oh, he's now. See, look at Larkin. Now he's clearly, clearly, uh, Professor Larkin's having the beverages. He says, I have a little bit of shit on my forehead because I got my Michigan hat on. (laughs) Yeah. You're going to be shit faced because you have to drink your way through that game because (laughs) Purdue is in trouble, buddy. In big trouble. Uh, The Las Vegas Raiders. Say what you really feel. Oh, man. Say what you really feel.
1: Don't hold back. I had them in the preseason as a playoff team. They are alive because, man, that's a good win against Seattle. They've been in a lot of games. Yeah, I think back to the NFC, there's a lot of arguments for non-playoff teams where I don't think they can beat the teams. The Raiders can beat a lot of those teams that are still above them right now. They have enough talent. They can beat some of those teams. Here's Here's the stretch home, right? You got an overrated Chargers
0: team that you can beat. You got what's left of the Rams you can beat. That's gonna be a home game for the Raiders right now in, in LA. Patriots in Vegas. It's a huge game for both huge teams. Huge game. At Steelers, you gotta win these. You win those games, right? You beat the Chargers, you beat the Rams, you beat the Pats, and you beat the Steelers. Now you're up to eight wins. You need to get to nine to have a, have a chance. So you need to win one of the at least one of the next two. When you host the 49ers, and then the Chiefs to end the season. Alive, baby. You got to win at least one of them. Like You got to win all four and then preferably win those two to go to 10 and 7. You got to win out. You win out, you're in. You win out, you're in. That's a lot to ask, though. That is. is. But you put yourself in this position. Have you seen the post-game celebration in the locker room? Team loves him. Some, some Josh McDaniels, some Josh McD's.
1: Max Crosby is still destroying people. Did you too. see the stats? Uh, yeah, I saw the hits. I saw what he's doing to poor quarterbacks. And oh, the hold on, this is uh, Raiders, Raiders
0: PR. Through 11 games, defensive end at Crosby Max has recorded 67 tackles, 10 and a half sacks, 17 tackles for loss, 22 quarterback hits, two forced fumbles, two passes defensed, and one fumble recovery. Defensive player of the year in the NFL? He should have been last year. He should have been last year. Hopefully, I hope he gets it. I would love for him to get it.
1: Alive for sure for your Raiders. And there that, you go.
0: By the way, if they had lost Seattle, he would be dead. Yes. Yeah, I, I would have to. I would have to sadly agree with that. But those two wins in a row and the overtime. Nobody who's better than Derek Carr in overtime. I think he's what ten and one now or nine and one, nine and one in overtime. Uh, all right, the Jacksonville Jaguars
1: dead. Are they?
0: Are they the way
1: Jacksonville would come back in that division? Is by catching Tennessee would have to crumble exactly right. I don't think Tennessee is going to crumble. That's the only reason I keep Jacksonville alive. They're not ready.
0: All right, so here, but here's the thing like, and this is that argument that people seem to hate when I make it they don't have an easy road ahead of them, but they have the road they need ahead of them at Detroit. Okay, that'll be a shootout. Have good luck. You got Tennessee twice, you got Dallas, you got the Jets, and you got the Texans. You need to win those three. You need to win Detroit, both Tennessee games, and Houston to have a shot. But you have a shot. You have a shot. Just a little one. It's not. Listen, they're not. They're not like. They're not dancing a jig. They're not. You know. They're not better. They're not good. You know. The guy with the with the cart still out
1: front. Not not dead yet. Yeah, yeah. You you should should last breath. Whatever. I'm not sure if this is an award, but I will give this to Jacksonville. They're the most zombie potential team. Okay. Of all the okay. dead teams I'm going to vote for, that double matchup with Tennessee is very intriguing because that is, like you said, they've got a shot. They can rise from the dead. They are yes. definitely dead for me. But if they beat Tennessee one of those times, it's going to be the hand coming up like the Undertaker. Like, wait a second, guys. Right. Wait a the most zombie team is Jacksonville. Um, how about the Colts? Dead, for sure. Yeah, I agree with that. Definitely dead. Under dirt, for sure. Chargers. Ooh. I think Man. they're
0: dead. I think they're dead. I think they're a dead team. Six, and, six five. and five. Six and five. I think they're dead. I just don't see how they get there. I just don't see how they get there. Because, again, they have to get past teams like the Eagles, like the, Eagles the Patriots, the Jets, the Bengals, you know, the, the Bills. They have to get past those kind of teams
1: to get into the wild card. They're alive. Meanwhile, you got everybody else clawing at them. Yeah, they're alive. But you just said that Charger Raider matchup coming up means a lot yeah if the Chargers lose that game i would pronounce them dead on the spot but if they win they are in great whoever
0: loses that game yes i
1: think that's a loser leave life game that's right the death match chargers raiders yes for sure they should put a
0: cage that'd be great uh new england patriots alive yeah
1: alive yeah because they're right there six and five one game behind the jets um We, we didn't mention this about mac jones was that more about Minnesota's defense? Did Mac, is Mac Jones better? Are we going to find out after Mike White plays Minnesota? Because I'm still very curious of what I think of Mac Jones after that I like that, that idea. Wait
0: and see what, what okay. Mike White does.
1: But listen, Mac Jones has shown you in the past. He has that in
0: him. He just doesn't do it consistently. Is it a game plan issue? Is it a reps issue? Is it, is it him? Does he, does he think he's a hero and he can go out there and do things he's, he he really can't do? I don't know. But he can win. I think the most intriguing teams... Of the like, dead or alive, are like Detroit, Green Bay, maybe Seattle, but definitely the Raiders and the Jags. Like, I will watch everything the Raiders and the Jags get into this year because they're they're gonna even if they're not in it, they're fun to watch now because you can see the relationships developing between the quarterbacks, the coaches, the players. There's a player on each side of the ball worth watching. They're they're intriguing
1: and hopefully they stay alive. Raiders, Jets, no, I'm sorry, Jets. Raiders, Lions, Chargers, Jags. Here's a problem with those four franchises. They've been consistently the worst for a while. Like, they've choked a lot of games. The Falcons are in there, too, but they're definitely far more alive. We went through that. The Raiders have at least pushed into the playoffs. I know Jags were a win away from the Super Bowl, but those teams, there's a little bit of, like, we're going to blow this attitude, tradition. I know that stuff shouldn't mean stuff to pros, but that's why I fear some of those teams that – I need more consistency. That's why I said Pittsburgh was alive. That stuff does matter to some of the vets.
0: He's alive.
1: All right, that's it. Those are the ones that aren't in right now. So uh, that that there it is. There it is, my friend. Levack, well, if you want to continue to have love in the air, have your love, love never die. That's a, good, that's a decent segue. Lily and David Fine Jewelers is your spot. Route fifty, Route fifty, the shops of Wilton this holiday season. I Check out our you. Facebook page, Lily David. F. Levakenstein, love you. Where you can find out more about what's going on this holiday season. Hopefully, you took advantage of their Black Friday weekend deals. I gotta be Black Friday to $500 Visa gift cards and more. Thanks to Lily and David Fine Jewelers. But stop in this holiday season and find out exactly what you can get for her. Make sure that those compliments are coming for years to come. Whatever, there's the earrings, the necklace, and more. And some of you guys are going to be proposing this holiday season get the ring right. You know you're going to be spending the rest of those holiday days with your soon-to-be in-laws, and they're going to constantly oh, stare at the I'll ring. You Everyone's the going ring. to have an opinion on it. The aunt, you don't even know what her name is. That weird cousin who probably smells, he's going to have an opinion on it. Don't screw it up. Lily and David Fine Jewelers can help you. Some of
0: God's cousins are sitting there going uh, well you know water. but the important thing is too like love the best thing about lillian david is like everybody when, when you tell that story it leads you to believe you got to spend a bunch of money to get the right ring sure but there's a lot of great rings out there that aren't going to destroy your budget and that's why you need Alyssa to help you like navigate the waters of rings like you know right. figure out styles and get something that works for your budget one of the best pieces of advice i ever got was from my, one of my old bosses um the bob father himself you can always upgrade the engagement ring later. Get the right one, one that means something to you, one that means something to her. Put a bigger diamond in it one day if you have to.
1: Beautiful. That's yeah. good stuff right yeah. there. and David Fine Jewelers, family-owned and family operated. It was a really good device. Love is in the air this holiday season. I bought myself stuff from and
0: David Fine Jewelers because I love
1: me. Nice watch. Yes. I love
0: me. I love me some me. Um, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? Let's talk
1: about the football. The soccer. Right, we got well, some we big gotta headlines do, we got to do a, uh, a spoiler do a, alert. Yeah, a
0: little spoiler alert because okay. Don, uh, who is one of my favorites here at Tech East um, Fire and Water Restoration, we're here in the Tech East Fire and Water Restoration Studios, uh, he is a diehard soccer fan. Diehard soccer fan. He taped, the, he taped it. Okay. So he asked me not to spoil it for him. It turns out, I think somebody else already told him how the game ended, but I'm not going to be one of those. So, uh, Don, go away for like three minutes. Cause it's as much as I got in me for soccer
1: and go USA. USA, we did it. I believe that we will win. I believe that we will win. Um, so what if we only won one match in these three? We're going on to the knockout round, baby. Sweet 16. Yeah, I uh, I hate soccer, <laughs> but hate you love America. It.
0: I do love America. I've watched so many minutes of football and seen almost no goals. Like, even this one, I was like, two to one, I'll be thrilled. Nope. You know what I mean? Like, it's just – and even um, um there, his, his goal, I wanted to be excited about it, except for the fact that he ran into the dude's knee full speed. One of his balls is going to be the size of a fucking cantaloupe right now. Like, it's just got to be this big. Because he, like, every everybody in soccer is hurt to, like, it's the, like, they're getting tasered. Like, what I like, I just touch you. Oh, ah, like, whatever. But, like, he went down and it was like, dude, he's, he's going down for a reason. He, he, the, he got hit in the Goody Goo. He got hit in the marbles. The Wolfman's got nards and they got taken out. Captain America got <laughs> in the old, in the old shield there. But he did it for the country. He did it for the country and he scored a goal in the process. So it was worth it. But he was, like, limping the rest of the game. <laughs> it was, it was bad. He was grandfather clocking. That's,
1: that thing was hurting. It was a problem. I know he just went to social media. I want to make sure I give the correct tweet because there's a picture of him right now. Laying in a, yeah, just laying in a hospital bed with it believed to be ice in that spot. Just laying there yeah. cheering everybody McCarthy, on.
0: Christian Pulisic, sacrificed his body and his balls for his country. Hero. That's right. Thank Did you, you see the other story that came out of of, of guitar today? Are we talking about the reporter? Yeah, the, the, the death. Oh, you ever no. seen this? So there was a point. A majority of the work done to get Qatar Cutter, whatever the hell it is, Turd Cutter, uh, ready for for the he's icing his balls. That's phenomenal. Uh, to get him to get ready for to host this thing was done by migrant workers. So the original report showed that forty people died, you know, in the process of building all this stuff, the transit and everything else. 37 were non-work-related. They were like COVID or heart attacks or whatever. So guys, like whoever was in charge of all that was being an interviewed. And he goes, yeah, like, you know, 400, 400 to 500 people died. Like, it went from 40 to 400 to 400, somewhere between 400 or 500 people. Like, this thing is, there's going to be like, there's going to be like 5,000 migrant workers, like, dead. Like And they're just blowing it off. They're just
1: acting like it's not, yeah, it's just migrant workers, man. Three months ago, the report was three to 4,000 it was three to four thousand then it went to five then it went to 40 then it went to 400 right so unfortunately as much as that number changes it makes me believe that the number's higher well
0: and meanwhile they're jumping on um like way i know all
1: these like all these
0: american players is it mckinney i don't know who it was one of the american players and they were asking like what is it like coming from a country first of all it's iran not iran Iran. iran not iran um and he, and he was like, "What's it like coming from a country that's racist? What's it like coming from a country that's got like a mass grave of migrant workers who built your infrastructure?" Like, I, I listen, we got a lot of problems over here. We'll figure them out. We don't have a migrant worker mass grave, though. So, so
1: I he, feel I feel better about us. Are you surprised? I shouldn't say surprised. That He could have responded like that. Like this guy you know, he his was off twenty. Awesome. Yeah, his was his awesome. response was great, but there are probably some math hey, hey, had problems said, everywhere. We're working on it. Oh, you guys are perfect? Like, you guys don't have issues over there in Iran? Like, he could have came back and said that to him. McCarthy, it's pronounced eliminated. Nice. (laughs) The perspective of that, though, when the American athlete is being attacked by the foreign media, I wonder if that at times is a mirror for America at, like, Look, you and I have covered, I don't even know how many Olympic games at this point, more than five in different countries. And like in Brazil, it's like, we got these crazy mosquitoes that Zika are going to go. Gout. Zika gout's going to kill everybody. Qatar, we've got all these horrible things. We're going to kill everybody. Right. Like we've done like six different, we've done like six different Olympics in World Cups where like everything's awful. The world is crumbling. Right. But now we've got the World Cup coming in 2026. And I know we have an Olympic games. I believe at some point in LA coming. And all of a sudden Americans be like, we're the only ones who get it right. Isn't that weird? Right, like, we're right. the only one. We got, so, we, got, like, we got some protesters. And guess what didn't happen to our
0: protesters? We didn't kill them. Yeah. Oh, so well. um, we're going to go ahead over here on the moral high ground. Like, we, we yeah, not perfect. Not perfect. But we're better than you.
1: <laughs> That's exactly it. Where it's like Qatar got the 2022 World Cup 10, 12 years ago. Yeah. Uh, England didn't get it. The U.S. didn't get it. Japan didn't get it. And, like, the, you could see. I'm not. They're not right. The whole perception is not right, but right. I could see how someone would be like, "Wait a second! Wait a second! Wait a second! We got the World Cup, and because the U.S. didn't get it, now they're going to bitch and complain and say we're the worst right. because they didn't get it." And now, so there was some animosity on the on the pitch. Yeah. Caught myself there with between reporters, between media. Do you see the story that the Irani players in the previous match didn't sing the national anthem, and they were threatened by the government <laughs> that <laughs> if they didn't yeah. sing the national yeah. anthem, that they well, were because the that was a process. Yeah. Because they treat women like shit over there, and listen,
0: we also treat you like shit. But you're in charge, so you're so we have to revolt in some way, shape, or form. We know you're in charge, that's why we push back. Over there, they're fucking brutal. It's brutal. Like it's just again, I don't want to like, you know, just break it down to why the rest of the world sucks. But the rest of the world sucks. There was a conversation at the uh, tech east offices, actually at the empire offices, which is which we stole stolen part of the techies uh, building. And it was like, I want to go to Dubai. I want to go. I'm like, I don't want to go to any of those places. I bet I'm finally getting my passport, but it's only because even to fly domestically, you need that or your, or your real ID license. I have zero interest to go to like 60% of the country, of the world. Like there's like, like I have zero interest. Like I'll go to Canada. I had fun up there when I was younger. I, I could have a good time in Canada. Show that you know, show that show some people around St. Catherine Street. I have a blast, whatever. I would check out Mexico briefly, I wouldn't want to stay long enough to have to eat or drink. Um, but like you know, Scotland, England, those sort of places I'm in after that. I don't want to go. I'm
1: good, yeah. Yes.
0: Like, well, Dubai is one of the richest places in the world, yeah. But I'm gonna like accidentally fart in the general direction of like a sparrow and that's again, and end up in jail for like 50 years. Like, I don't nice. know what the rules are, I don't want to go
1: so. When I was younger, I used to go to Florida with my family on like that February break. I wouldn't say we traveled a lot, but I guess in perspective, we did because my mom was afraid of flying and she still is afraid of flying. So we'd like, we so would drive, so right? We would drive from Syracuse to Orlando. So that's 20 hours in a car. So we'd stop at like North Carolina, South, yeah. all those states along the way. So in my mind, I'm like, wow. I do not even want to go to those? <laughs> <laughs> but i of that perspective. So I'm like, okay, I guess I've traveled enough. Like yeah. when I go to another country, I'd be like, what, what would I want to do? You know, people, people have like sightseeing like, like, I'm, I'm good i got the internet when you want to go to poland no you,
0: you really you i like can google it, it now
1: i can see it on youtube yeah, just put it up gotta hide it. Uh, it looks pretty All good right. on my tv you me scottish pubs we do a scottish pub crawl i, I mean i'd rather go to a canadian pub crawl isn't there a beer better in canada How how dare you better in scotland oh, Germany, I thought was
0: the best beer. No, nobody drinks like the like the Celts, man. Oh, I didn't know that. Us and the Irish. Oh,
1: oh, 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 damn! Second party did. That's what we do. How dare you? Didn't realize you guys were in the power rankings of. There is beer no power drink. ranking. Oh. It's Scotland and everybody else. That's everybody. I had no idea the Scots That's were it. that impressive.
0: Every, every man dies, but not every man truly lives and drinks his fucking balls off. Come
1: on,
0: who who do you have? You ever met yeah. anybody who's a better drinker than me?
1: no i really haven't
0: because i got the that's one for lion. scotland baby rampant lion right here that's what's going <laughs> on <just> <laughs> the guys historically when we're away and i don't have a car historically like how many have you had <laughs> and it's like i don't know like three and everybody's like wow only three yeah because he's had half of his first one i just i you know hey listen it's time let's go it's fun let's get after it i thought i moved at a fine pace until my Sorry, weird... out. <laughs> <laughs> earlier <laughs> earlier we um I was telling you a little bit about my grandfather who came from Scotland and he lived with us when he was older. He was, um, it was just, he was at that point where he couldn't really take care of himself. The, he passed away at 86. And I remember a conversation. There's a small child, very small child of him going, I'm about ready. I'm not allowed to drink milk. I can't get beer. He was like, as a little kid, he's like, if you can find me a beer. What the hell? Yeah. What the- I'm about ready. <laughs> that was it. He, <laughs> i like, I catch him. I don't in the know kitchen. if that's dark or hilarious. I'd like, I'd be like, uh, I, he was always first one up in the house. I was second one up in the house. And he would just be chugging a half gallon of milk in the kitchen. And I'm just like, and he's like, You didn't see anything. I'm like, Damn yeah, right, I didn't. You're like eight feet tall. <laughs> you know, but that's it. Yeah. Once you take the beer away from us, there's not a lot left. What, what do you want?
1: This isn't taking me out. Yeah. Just <laughs> so yeah. imagine like pouring chocolate syrup with the yeah, other hand
0: into it. Looking just fine. 86, beers. baby. Just, there's beer. And the worst part, there was beer all over that house. We were drinkers. So
1: I was little when I drank. What are you, what are you gonna do? So a big win for the US again over. Oh you know I don't I I'm gonna bring Tom Goslowski
0: with me to Scotland. TG2, he mother after, her. yeah, he, he, stays with in. With he says in. He says mom's family's from Scotland. He wants to go. We would die. We would we actually will need bail money.
1: Your father and I would need bail money. I don't know if there's any country in the world. Does this mean I'm not cultured? Am I an uncultured swine if I have no desire to go to any other country? Like, I'm good. No, no, I no, no. no, no. I,
0: I think, like, like you said, I, there's only certain places I want to go. And one of the reasons i to go to Scotland is, like, my brother's gone. My nephew and his wife have gone now. Like, And they come back and they're like, there's parts you would love. There's parts of it. Like, literally, like, I need, like, the Disneyland version of scotland i don't need to go out and check out the moors i don't i don't give a shit about the cattle like whatever all that's great whatever I, you play me some bagpipes get a couple drafts going let's have a good time and play some darts i know i can do that here but i would look really cool on instagram if i did it there <laughs> actually i think you would get miami drunk if you your dad and i went to scotland to scotland i think you would get
1: miami drunk which what? is the the drunkest i've ever seen <laughs> tg3 in my life there's a part of me that thinks like the Caribbean's now where I want to travel. I go south. I guess that counts. There's a lot of countries if, down there. Sure. But
0: if, on a cruise and then you know not have to get off. Well you, you were going to Costa Rica to hang out with Ron,
1: so I was I was. I never I'm told not, you about the conversation me and him had the elevator post oh. media day. Uh, Ron like my <laughs> I, I think I don't. You want to come down there and check it out? That's exactly me. how I'll get. I'll get so Levesque out if you come with me. He'll come. We got some
0: great hookers. Some Thanks, blow. It'll be fantastic. It'll be great. There's no extradition, so it's fantastic. I love being there. It's fun time.
1: We can kill somebody if you want. Oh uh, oh These aren't me? direct quotes, by the way. <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyway, <laughs> you follow me. um Everybody in Orlando says you follow me. By the way, everyone. Um, <laughs> one more time with that one. You, you follow me? What you gotta know. make sure they actually follow you. You know what I'm saying? You follow me because otherwise they just nod, and they don't fucking say anything, they don't follow you. Now you. You follow me? And I just stare at him. He goes, You follow me? I'm like, And I'll just wait. I'll just, I won't say a word. He'll say it like six times.
1: I'll probably go, Yes, Ron, I follow you. Yes. I, I would it. say we want him on the show, but now we're good. You know, he, well, you got what you needed oh, right you there out gone. of him. you were
0: gone. Were you already gone? No, the first time he came on the radio, you were already No, no, gone. no. I
1: was fielding the call. We didn't have a producer, so I actually would put him on hold. And Yeah, no, no. You he were, was on. He, he was he still was. there? Yeah. Okay. Unless he was on yeah, Roger's I was gonna show. Say, you I've said had that, conversations with no, him. You, yeah, I was going to say, you said you want him on the radio.
0: You obviously weren't there the day he came on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> he's a different. He's he's different. He he's was different.
1: <laughs> I don't know if yeah, Roger yeah, had the dump button with him.
0: Yeah, you're following Well, the one who swore on our show was was Vanaz. Oh, i don't know no. i definitely didn't have it okay, I wasn't so, on that then no so minas goes i want to put the team on the field that when the other team looks across the field they go oh shit and i just start dying. and he goes am i allowed to say that i go i dumped it you're fine and it's like whatever well, but that was
1: the only person i can remember who i was actually very afraid very afraid was going to swear on there was lenny dykstra with you and wolf mm. i've never been more afraid for a live guest than lenny dykstra well ever. and brain Br- lang I, I know what I'm getting get. into with him, yeah. though,
0: and sometimes we taped him. Pete here. Rose, I thought was good when he told the uh,
1: with Dimaggio dong story. Luckily, he's never told that story again. I like, God, Pete! We I mean, we get it, we get it, man. You've told every now it's creepy at this point, man. Like it's a myth. It's a mythical dong.
0: When you see Mister Coffee's dong, you. <laughs> Share it you with every radio that. station right. across the country right. multiple times. You can track him in a snowstorm. You know where he is. Um, very unique <laughs> pattern. looks like a snake is crawling. Wait, literally.
1: Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to put up the Q to A to end the day graphic. See if we have comments. And our guy, Tommy it. Tommy Gross, you lead us off. Great job, Mr. Levac. Do you think Ohio State can still get into the college football playoff?
0: I do, actually. I think if, um, if USC and or TCU fall. I think because uh, TCU's got Kansas State, UC, yes. USC's got Utah. Utah's already beat USC once. Um, I think one of those two loses and uh, Georgia and um,
1: Michigan hold serve. I could see Ohio State sneaking in. I would say half. I would say only if USC loses. And USC, that is a dangerous game on a Friday night. I would enjoy coming off a run, win over you a go to Utah. You stay. You Utah. beat your rival two weeks ago. You beat a semi-rival in Notre Dame in a primetime game of week four. If you lose, you go to the Rose Bowl. Like, yeah, uh, I'm. I would not bet on that game. But oh man, however, USC versus Ohio State in
0: the Rose Bowl would be pretty freaking phenomenal.
1: You know what? I think it's. I think they're going to get beat. This is a Tuesday. A lot of change. I think they're going to get beat by Utah. So I would say the college football playoff would be Georgia one, Michigan two. TCU three and Ohio State four. So, yeah, Tom, not only do I think you, they can get it, I think they will get it.
0: But if that happens, that hurts me because I've held off on my Lofa Tatupu bashing because, you know, I love Lofa, but I saw all the shit he was talking about the Seahawks versus the Raiders. That went my way. If Michigan beats USC in the playoffs, Oof. Lofa and I going to be on, a, on the phone. It's going to happen because, you know, he's going to bash him first michigan's overrated that this and that you know uh, desmond howard's not coming down that tunnel and this one's not charles woodson's not coming down that t- and then slap so that's what i'm hoping for that but no uh yeah i, I think i think ohio state's 100 percent in play yes 100 play
1: uh where do you guys think Odell, oh no and i'll say this one instead what are you guys doing for the bills patriots game on thursday watching it huh? I'll be at a cross the street pub, Cam. Oh, trivia that day. Just doing trivia for our guy. Yeah, John that's Long. within biking distance of Cam, I think. It is. Uh, I'll tell you what. Fantastic. Tell you what, man. Fantastic chicken wings. I don't know what they did to change their wings at a cross street pub. They may be in the number one wing. Oh, I'm gonna say in upstate New York. I don't know oh. Albany people get upset about upstate New York claims, but I think they might have the best chicken wings in Albany now. They're not wow. paying me to say that either. I will try them.
0: I'm not afraid. Not I'll be there there, though. Oh, Steve trivia.
1: No, I'll wait, I'll wait till you're gone. <laughs> I'll wait. Uh, I have another one here. Who do you think Odell Beckham Jr. was signed with? This is one I should have hit. There you go. Um, if at all, did you hear a story about him in the plane in Miami? Yeah. I See, the worst thing, so here's here's the problem with
0: the plane in Miami. So I think he probably took his annex to fly. It wasn't really coherent. When they told me to buckle up, he went, nah, 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 get away from me. They went to kick him off the plane because of health reasons and whatever. I don't think it's that bad of a thing. What I worry about with OBJ is he has no ability to stay out of trouble when it matters most. Like he should be, he's, he's telling New York he wants to, you know, a chance to prove he's a grown up, all this other crap, whatever. And then this happens. So I would assume, I would assume all is left is Dallas. Does Dallas need him? Yeah, Jer- Jerry Jones. The problem is he costs himself probably, he, Jerry Jones might have given him like a, 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 like a year plus
1: deal. Jerry Jones wanted to throw an extra year in a deal, but I don't think he's gonna I don't think he can now. So he got hurt in February, tore his ACL. He's known for having hamstring and lower body injuries throughout his whole career. So a nine-month recovery. Cramps. He has brain cramps too. Brain cramps. Nine-month recovery puts you in November. So oh man. Uh, I guess Dallas is the answer. I'm trying to think of a better solution, but Dallas seems to be the right well, one. Buffalo
0: would have been somebody to look at. The Giants are the Giants are the best fit because they absolutely need a wide receiver. Um they're going to get like six guys back probably from from injury this week. I was reading Jordan Ronan's thing. I heard him on um that old radio station we worked on. I got upset. <laughs> I felt cheated on. I did. I felt I did. cheated on. I did. It's like you're our guy. You're the one that guys talk to about his poops. You know, Jordan, from his NJ.com days, too. Yeah, we go back, dude. Yeah. When he, I think the first time I met him, he was an Eagles reporter. So
1: Whoa, that is throwback. Yeah. Ryan so. McCarthy wanted to offer this up. Would you say that Cliff Kingsbury is on the hot seat and Kyler Murray is on the booster seat? I wouldn't say any of those things. I would say hot seats for everybody. Hot pockets. You want to weigh in on this Godzilla Media fantasy football controversy we had? Sure, I'm ready.
0: I'll, I'll, can I be the final judge? Yes, yeah, so you can All be right. the final
1: judge All on right. this. So, I think you
0: should have to do it because I'm making you uncomfortable, but I'm here for you.
1: I'll I, help you out. I know there's been uh, some talk on other Godzilla Media podcasts. We talk fantasy, sports of the Xenia T coming out. Long story short, Bryce, the defending champion of the league, huge Eagles fan. A.J. Brown was in his lineup last week for whatever reason, which is still being tried to figure out. A.J. Brown not in his lineup this week. Instead, Kadarius Toney. He puts up a goose egg. He tells me at 445 he wants to switch it. Put A.J. Brown in, doesn't know what happened. Might have been an issue with the app. I'm like, you know what? The game just kicked off. This makes zero sense. It's not like a 50-50 play. It's your favorite team, huge player against the guy who was ruled out on Friday. So I added his points. Ends up resulting in him winning the game. Mm-hmm. Like, it was that close. It was a two-point game at the end. Chet Davis, who his opponent was, upset. CBS 6 is Chet Davis. He said we should consider a league vote, or some maybe it's calibrate. Well, somebody said a league vote. I'm like, you know what? That's very fair. Let's put it to a league vote. Uh, league vote was basically unanimous that it should be taken off the board. What is your ruling? You can delve into your vote if you want or not. But other fantasy football players, should you retroactively add points if a person said they made a mistake on their lineup? If he got you like in the very like the very first couple seconds of of
0: the kickoff, I might I might sway the other way. But in my opinion he fat fingered he screwed up he accidentally put tony in he didn't mean to he did mean to didn't matter it's it is the die has been cast you have lost this game the real reason i feel like this is the appropriate ruling besides the fact that it just makes sense is there's no way on god's green earth bryce would not scream until he was blue in his face and like camp outside of your house with like you know a like a a tiki torch on fire and complaining if, if he was on the other side of it. like he would lose his ever if this was the other way there's no way he goes you know what i think you've got a, i think you got a point i think uh, this makes sense i understand where the logic is i'm gonna go ahead and take my l no no he'd be like no no i got the w you screwed up it's not my fault like so he's not the most he based trying to view it through his lens even
1: i can't find a way where he is right I thought about it for a while, just knowing it's like a crime was committed. I put all the details together. I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Nothing about him starting Kadarius Tony makes any sense. I'm like, he really might have screwed up. However, the big thing is that let's say he is being honest. Let's just play that. for. I I honestly do knowing him think he is being honest because it's too stupid of a move not to do. Like, it's too dumb. But the precedent would have been set like, I don't know, let's say someone had a few beers on the center and be like, yeah. oh, sh- shit, I put in Aaron Rodgers right. and I meant to put in uh, Fran Tarkenton. Oh, man, I can't believe it. Can you fix this for me? Yeah. Yeah, no. It, Maybe it's, not the best and, comparison and again, there.
0: Again, put it the other way around. Switch who got who got the 10
1: points. What would happen? He also would have been like Chet. And I think. And By the way, I he probably would – he would have made Chet look reserved. I don't know if I would have had pitchforks, but I would have protested like Chet Davidson. I think you, I think anybody in that matchup would have oh, said Oh, I 100% hey. would have. I think, though, Bryce would have went big. The highest of everybody, yeah. He went big. I think, and here's another part that also. He would have, f- he,
0: like, he would have called, like, friggin a lawyer. Like, he would have been, <laughs> it would have been bad. Here's
1: another part that I also factored in, and I will admit this. I think I admitted this to both of them. I didn't think that 10 points would play a factor in that matchup. No chance that I think Jalen Hurts would have one of the best games by a quarterback in the history of the NFL statistically, running for 120. Of course, he has Hurts, so it changed the whole game.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, listen, it is, it is what it is. And, and let's remember one more thing: it's fantasy fucking football. Chill the fuck out. <laughs> Chill out. Let's add one more. It's time. not even a pay league. You didn't get anything if you win. Get a belt. Do you have the belt? Uh, he has the belt. He has. There actually is a belt. Yeah, there's a belt. How come I've never seen the belt? I
1: don't know. It's because he's not in my line of sight. There's not more of a Corey Greenwich take than give me your top four for college football and him giving us his top four with Georgia. No, 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 yeah, well, he gave us top five. That looks like that looks like a four with a slash to me. I hear yeah, so this five. Graphic.
0: So he gave you five. He gave you five teams. <laughs> One Georgia, two Michigan, three TCU, four USC and Ohio State. That's right. Classic Corey. That's, court, oh, that's top five. four with five teams. So you did not give your top four, Corey. <laughs> you gave your top just like Corey, he only has 32 favorite NFL teams. He was he, he hung out with us uh when we watched the Michigan game. We had he a lot was, of fun with Corey. He was good of, time. Well, I mean, he was all right. Um I hate that when he does that, though. That doesn't you can't do that. That's not four. <laughs> Die. Like, what it is right now, yeah, I would say it would take Ohio State off the end. That's what it should be right now. Um, And if USC, TCU, or whatever
1: loses, then Ohio State's in. Corey, I will give you this compliment. Every time I watch Russell Wilson play and check out what's going on on social media, I think about you. Because I see people wanting to trade Russell Wilson. And I think this is not more of a Corey thing than saying, I want to trade Russell Wilson and realizing nobody else wants it. But you will make it happen.
0: Corey, give me the finger. (laughs) Wow. Whoa, well, that's only that's only one, Corey. You should, so you do know how to count. Um, yeah, he's he's a different bird. He owes me food. He owes me uh, he owes me a bunch of uh, Darfur farm uh, steaks.
1: Ooh, some yeah. meat.
0: Yeah, and then uh, oh, there's other things that happened on Saturday. I don't want to get into. We will be. I, w- I would like to do this though. There's yes. uh, our our server, the the lovely Julia, who is an Ohio State fan, um, became the um, the my way of letting everyone know that Michigan has scored. Every time Michigan's going to Julia, <laughs> like, as loud as I could, <laughs> to the point where it started like becoming a thing. Everybody wearing Michigan gear with Julia.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she she will not work that shift next year for Ohio State Michigan. I don't she, think. No, she'll just drink it. That's it. She'll be there with us drinking. Speaking so. about upcoming events, we are live for the LeVac and God's Godzilla Media Christmas show on Friday, December 9th. Come join us for that awesome event, and we will be back at the where, hideaway where on we? Sunday, December 11th. You didn't say where we were. Hooters. Though. I didn't say Hooters. You didn't say Hooters. You said we were live. For the, so the Christmas party, Goss never said the police.
0: Christmas show.
1: Hooters. I'm sorry. Yeah, so it's LeVac and
0: Goss second annual very booby Christmas at Hooters. <laughs> pause. I
1: didn't I didn't think Hooters allowed that again
0: this year. They they, they, they still have. That's why I paused. Oh, okay. Right. So like LeVagan very booby Christmas at Hooters on Wolf Road. You say five five 530, to,
1: 530 seven. to seven. Our show will be and then gift wrapping and more. Yeah, the
0: gift, uh, the, yeah, the uh, drink specials, uh, gift wrapping going on. The lovely Hooters girls, uh, Levac, Gaz, they're awesome. I love those guys. They're the best. Except for Gaz, he sucks. Um, and uh, I'm sure Corey will show up and tell him, tell us his, you know, seventy five favorite, you know, friggin' pitchers or some shit. And then, uh, yeah, and then he'll, 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 you know, I don't understand why you just don't trade Russell Wilson for, uh, you know, for for Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. I would, I would just do that trade. Just make it happen. Show up and abduct them. Santa would. Santa would make it happen. Um, Cam said he's going to be there. Oh, cool, nice, Cam. Uh, What do you say? I'll be at that Christmas party. It's been a while since I was there. That's a inside joke for us. uh, That's
1: that's like a. Um, you and I are doing a Saturday morning show coming up this weekend. Before all the act, it is a packed Saturday. Yeah, SEC. ACC. USA. Big 12, Big 10, and USA. All that's going on this Saturday coming up. It's going to be a great Saturday. So that's starting why at 9? Nine? 9 is scheduled kickoff. Showtime start 9 o'clock Saturday. Oh, look at this. Look at this. Corey from Greenwich.
0: Albany's too far. Wow. It's funny how Albany's too far when you owe me money. You know what I'm saying? If he didn't owe me money, he'd be here. My if... friendship doesn't have limits, Corey. Yeah. Unless you're in, like, one of those dirty countries that we don't want to go to. Mm-hmm. That's that's, but that's different. Yeah, or, or Greenwich. We're not, we're not fucking going to Greenwich. You fucking mind. I'm not going there. I end up wake wake up in a corn silo with one of Corey's old boxer shorts stuffed in our mouth so we can't scream for help. That's what, what happened there. Sicko. Um uh, <laughs> hey by the way don't forget to East fire and water restoration your best way back to normal 518-915-1062 give us a call if you need anything flooded basement uh you know house fire or your business as uh, a mold whatever it is give us a call we'll, uh, we'll we'll get you back to normal uh that's that's what we do Corey again uh, number one yay Corey. i have so many
1: follow-ups for the short you know what just give us advice just advice want? Want? i want
0: advice advice at least i think Only go to Greenwich if you know Corey is somewhere else.